your hands, everybody, if you got what it takes. Cause I'm Curtis Blow, and I want you to know that these are the boys. What's up? What's going on? Sorry for the long intro violation. I'm sitting here trying to get this stuff uh, shared to different um, different spots, man. I'm trying to get this out there. I never know who's um, who's listening, who's watching, who's paying attention, or anything like that. But I try and get it to where um, as many people as I can can uh, can see whatever it is that I'm doing, right? I will be turned in your direction soon. I apologize. Um, but I am, um, I, I want to talk about a couple things today, man. I know I've been off for a little bit. Let me, um, let me address that. Um, I've been kind of out of sorts for a little bit. Um, 
if you follow my personal page, then you know that uh, my aunt Kathy passed away. Um, suddenly, I wasn't ready. I wasn't prepared for it. Um, I honestly thought that, you know, I was going to be able to talk to her and spend time with her and, um, and make it so that, uh, so that I could be able to, you know, see her again. I didn't expect her to pass away. I would, I really wasn't ready. Um, move this over here. I really wasn't ready for anybody in that uh, generation of women in my family pass uh, at all. Um, and I know that's, that nobody really is. So I'm, you know, I'm not in the uh, minority with that. Nobody's expecting any of their loved ones to pass. Um, and I know that it's, it is extremely um, immature to believe that, you know, black women who have been working hard their whole lives that are in their 60s um, are going to be here forever. Not the case. Not the case. But uh, I, I wasn't ready. You know, I don't I don't know what how how else to say that I, I, I was not ready. Um, so um, I had to uh, I had to bury my aunt um, along with my cousins who I love dearly. Um, and, and her only daughter, my oldest cousin, who's like my big sister, uh, Shannon, um, who I also, you know, love with all my heart. We were all raised together in the same house. So, um, for our formative years, we were all together. We were all, you know, we were brother and sister. I, I didn't know the difference between them and you know, cause we weren't cousins in the sense of we were distant from one another or something like that. We were raised right up on top of each other. Um, and and Kathy was the disciplinarian. She was the one who would get in your behind if you were doing something you had no business doing or, or um, not respecting the boundaries that she put there, um, such as not eating in her car. You don't eat not to Kathy's car. That was that was a major violation. She didn't want you coughing in her car, you know. Um, and she said something once. She didn't repeat herself over and over again. She wasn't. She wasn't for that, you know. Um, and I, I, I love her and I miss her. Um, and I wish I had more conversations to have with her, more time that I could have spent with her. You know, you always do. Um, but the woman helped raise me, so. Um, I'm I'm trying to get back into the swing of things. Uh, I I am because uh, one thing she was was very proud of me and what I am uh, attempting to do now, as far as speaking out, and being a voice for people who um, may not have the voice or may not have the ability to to use their voice. Um, she she told me multiple times she was proud of me. So got to keep going, got to keep working, right? Um, that being said. <clears throat> <clears throat> Let's talk about your boy Kanye today. Let's start there. All right. Um, I'm not gonna play the audio because I don't think the audio deserves to be played. Honestly, I think at this point, I'm not mad at Kanye for being Kanye. Kanye is who Kanye is. Um, Kanye is the type of person. Kanye has has 
achieve the level of the the dude in Indianapolis that used to be on the corners boxing, shadow boxing to himself. You know what I'm saying? Used to be a used to be a fighter from what I believe. But he, he's boxing to himself. Kanye is, has reached the level of uh the dude in the hood that talks to himself, that holds full conversations. Answer and repeat, you know, questions and, and answers to himself. That's Kanye has reached that level. So I ain't mad at Kanye for being Kanye. Kanye is who Kanye is. I have a problem with the people around Kanye because if we get small doses of Kanye and we can see how manic he is and we can see how uh, how much of a mental break he is having right now, they're around him twenty four seven. You know his his people, the, all the people who are able to make money off of him are around him twenty four seven. And nobody's doing anything. Um, he he went from talking about you know well he's running for for president in twenty twenty ran late didn't turn in the paperwork they need to turn in during the campaign rally he's sitting there talking about Harriet Tubman didn't actually free the slaves she just she just took them to go work for more white people no <clears throat> no Kanye. No Yeezy. See, because if they were working and they were getting an income that they were then able to buy goods and they were free. That's what free people do. But that's neither here nor there because we're talking about the ramblings of a man who is having a psychotic break. So I'm not going to break down all of his stuff, right? But he went from that to then screaming about his daughter and him almost killing his daughter, right? And breaking down and crying and this, that, and the other. I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, I'm looking at all those, one, I'm looking at the fact that he's got this bulletproof vest on um, that I, very fashionable, um, but I'm like, okay, not only that, but he's got a room full of people in there. Um, all those people came to see what he was talking about. I think sometimes we have to stop giving energy to stuff. Um, and, and I know that, you know, that it seems um, hypocritical because I'm actually giving energy to it by talking about it on, on the show. But I'm really talking not about Kanye, but about the people that was around him, you know, about the people that were there about the people who after that <clears throat> I was on Twitter and dude was like, people are, this one guy was like, people are um, calling Kanye crazy without even taking a second to think whether some of the stuff that he's saying is actually uh, true. I said, that's, that's because he's crazy. Like when somebody is having an episode, um, you, you, the only thing that you need to really focus on is them not harming themselves. Everything else that they're saying that they're saying is irrelevant. It's totally and completely irrelevant. So instead of focusing on um, on whether what he's saying is true or factual or not, get him help. Make sure check and see if he's taking his medication. Check and see if he's lucid, right? Because obviously he was not in that, and he's been breaking for a minute. He's been showing signs of mental decline for a minute yet people will still 
support. People will still um, encourage. People people will still... Even when he was saying, I almost killed my daughter. You know what pissed me off? Was the people who was like, but you didn't though. That's not the response. That's not the response, black people. That's not the response. The response is, how? The response is, Okay, somebody get his medication. The response is, did somebody tell Kim? That's the response. The the response isn't, yeah, but it's okay, you didn't kill her. So, what? Who raised you? How do you think that that's a proper response? That's So, my issue isn't with Kanye. Kanye has issues. We all know Kanye has issues. My, my issue is with the people who either refuse to acknowledge that he's got issues are the people who act as if uh, his issues aren't bad enough to prevent you from supporting what he does. Because there is no difference between that mentality and the MAGA hat wearing people. There's no difference in that. Yeah, Trump is a little bit racist, but you know he's not that bad. At least he's, he's getting through uh, political appointees that we want. Right. At least he is uh, pushing for uh, a ban on abortions. At least he is uh, doing this, that, and the other. Whatever it is that you desire, at least he's doing that. But you know he's racist. Or even if you don't know it beyond a shadow of a doubt, even though all black people just about are telling you he's racist, even if you don't know it, he's at least racially insensitive, and he's got a lot of uh, people around him who are. Um, who are very racist. He's got people around him who are uh, white supremacists. I mean, that means that they're down for the cause of racism. He is very inarticulate. Uh, He's very short-tempered. He's very unknowledgeable about things. And you bypass all those things. You bypass the fact that he may be involved with uh, Epstein and the child sex trafficking ring that that he had going on. You bypass all of that because there's a couple of pieces of of legislation or something like that that you want him to get passed. So burn the world up because he might be able to... Look, we can put Kanye in office. It's possible. We can put him in office. But if we do put him in office and he has a mental break and he pisses off the dictator of some other country and that country wants to go to war with the United States, could we crush that country? Probably. But how many of your children are going to die in the process? That's the reason why we don't put people who are mentally imbalanced in positions of power. We don't do that because at some point they'll be called upon to use their mental faculties like, say, coronavirus. You know, that it would have been great to have somebody who was mentally astute at the will of the the Oval Office to have head off head off the the coronavirus being rampant in the United States instead of having somebody who who prefers to um, get people to question whether it's real or not like Chuck Woolery yeah two and two yeah two and two was going all off on Twitter talking about uh coronavirus is fake and the the doctors are lying and this that and the other and four days later four 
I apologize, Grandma. Four. My grandma would hate me saying four, four instead of four. Four days later, though, Chuck Woolery's son got coronavirus, and all of a sudden, Chuck Woolery, well, the coronavirus is real, and, you know, we really need to, you know, do what we can to stem the tide. And then he took down all those old tweets. Actually, he took down his Twitter account because he looked like a, a dummy. Because generally... White folks don't care about stuff until it affects them. That's what white supremacy does. White supremacy um, makes it so that the average normal white person who doesn't have, you know, racial tendencies or whatever, um, they they'll be apathetic towards what's going on with you because it doesn't affect them. And if it did affect them, then they would have something to say then. They, they, you know, they make a fuss then, but it doesn't affect them. So they don't have to, they don't have to abide by it. It's not even real. It's not even, it's not even acknowledged as being an actual thing. The founders of the country, of this country wrote in the, in the Declaration of Independence, all men are created equal while they were owning slaves, Right. Because that it, and then they had to they had to clean that part up. Well, you know, well technically they're not really you know men because they're only three fourths of a man. What what was the one fourth that we were lacking? That that that's my question. What was the one fourth that we were lacking to make us be men? Don't know. But white supremacy and the and the white supremacist mindset makes someone apathetic to anybody that doesn't look like them doesn't act like them doesn't you know doesn't uh move around in in their communities the same way so chuck woolery is just a prime example of white america black lives matter sounds like a battle cry to people who never had to think about whether black lives matter or not it sounds like the coloreds are getting together and ready to fight to people who feel as if giving black people something is taking away something from us. That's the reason why you have people upset about masks and stuff like that. It's the reason why you have people uh, ready to fight behind um, behind this, that, and the other. Uh, you can't it's it's my constitutional right to go to your private owned business and not wear a mask if I don't want to. That's the reason why, because white people have really never been denied anything. They've never really been kept out of anything. So when you when you deny them from something, or if you present something that maybe seems as if, well, they're gonna be able to get something and I'm not gonna be able to get it. Or they're going to have it, and I'm not going to have it. Or even if I have it, I'm not going to be able to get any more of it, and then they're going to get some. And I don't like that. It's the same thing. But your boy, Kanye Tutter, has been a strong supporter of Trump. Still is a supporter of Trump. You know how I know that? Because he said <laughs> he said that he would be looking for Donald Trump as a good running mate. Um, Bro. He's the the current president. How is he a running mate if he's the current? How can he, what, is he going to hop down off of being the president to be your number two? That's, listen, 
if if you see if you hear all this and you don't think that Kanye has some mental issues that's going on with him, then you have mental issues going on with you. That's the only thing that I can conclude. That's the, that's the only thing that I can conclude. I can only conclude that you have issues yourself, so you can't recognize somebody else's issues. All right, um, but I did want to. I wanted to talk about the fact that you're going to see some stuff here um, in the coming days that is from the Kanye camp where they're probably going to have to pull a 5150 on him. They're probably going to have to get him institutionalized because he refuses to take his medication. He he believes that his way of thinking is correct. The sign of mental illness isn't whether you have some kind of trauma or something like that. It's what it's how you can um how you can deal with your surroundings, how you can deal with the world. How you can um articulate yourself how you can are are you able to see things the way that they are like if if i say that there's a wall there are you going to keep running full speed because you don't believe there's a wall there because in your mind there are no walls if 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 you cannot if if you don't think within the confines of this world then you have mental issues so if you don't think kanye has has mental issues something's wrong with you that that's that's the only thing that i can i can attribute it to something is wrong with you and because you because you don't think anything's wrong with you then are because you don't think anything's wrong with you you can't think anything's wrong with him that's the only thing i can contribute i can attribute it to but i have i don't have issues with with kanye as much as i have issues with um with the people who continue to support him while he's going through his manic episode, they don't want to get him help. And, and you know, people are people are getting upset at people making uh, memes and and jokes and stuff like that. Listen, there's only so much stuff that you can be um, upset about that you can that you can be enraged about. Some stuff you got to laugh about. You're not going to be able to be mad about everything. You know what I'm saying? So that's our language. That's what we do as black people. You know, we 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 allow ourselves to joke about trauma because we have so much of it. So get off people's back, man. And and instead of talking about them, talk about talk to your boy Chance, who was supporting Kanye for president. Talk to him. Because he hasn't shown any signs of mental decline and he was full fledged in the camp of Kanye. And somebody need to highlight that dude. He's awful silent now. Somebody need to highlight that dude and ask him what is it that he's not seeing, that the world is seeing, right? When we come back, I want to get into um, into the Drejan Reed case. Uh, Breonna Taylor also, I want to talk on that, touch on that. Um, and just talk about what we need to be thinking about concerning um, concerning both where our focus needs to be, all right? This is The Breaks with your boy Mark B. Stick and stay. I'll be right back with you. Breaks in a bus, breaks on the car. Breaks to make you a superstar. Breaks to win and breaks to lose. 
Have you subscribed yet to our free online digital interactive magazine, The Ego Magazine? No? Well, head on over to www.egoentertainmentnet.com and subscribe now. This magazine is all about showcasing and supporting excellence in communities everywhere from music, arts and culture, relationships, finance, education, politics, sports, news, and so much more. While you're flipping through the pages, just click on the tents on the pictures that you see and you'll be taken to a whole nother world behind the articles. At Ego Entertainment, everyone is a star. There is something in it for everyone. And I hope you are positively impacted by what you see and will continue to support. This is your girl, Lady J, owner and operator of Ego Entertainment and creator of the Ego Magazine. Enjoy. Attention all artists, JQLM Radio would love to support and put your music into rotation. If you would like your music added to our rotation, all you have to do is send us your music in MP3 format to info.egoentnet net at gmail.com. That's info.egoentnet at gmail.com. And then simply share JQLM Radio with your followers, listeners, and fans so that they may tune in and support you too. Remember, we support you as you support us. JQLM Radio, real voices, raw entertainment, and relevant topics. It's going down every Monday night from 7.15 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on JQLM Radio on the Business Banger Spotlight Show with your host, Lady J. Tune in to hear from men and women all over the world banging in business. See what products and services appeal to you while receiving exclusive offers and discounts. And get your business banger tips for all of you entrepreneurs out there. Tune in by downloading the JQLM Radio app on your Android or Apple devices. Or get JQLM Radio through the TuneIn Radio app or the Stream of Simple Radio app. You can also listen live from our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com or straight from our Facebook page. Just click on the Use App button. If you miss an episode, download and subscribe on any of your major podcast platforms like iHeartRadio, Spotify, Deezer, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, and more. Business bangers, stay ready. Welcome to JQLM Radio. It's real, raw, and relevant. Check out our stellar talk show lineup for your listening pleasure. We have everything from morning entertainment to health and wellness to empowerment to real life issues, music, marriage, sex, comedy, and much more. This is the place to be for the hottest talk shows in radio. Tune in by downloading the JQLM radio app or the TuneIn radio app and then search for JQLM Radio. Make sure you make it a favorite. Or you can listen straight from the JQLM Radio Facebook page by just clicking on the Use App button. 
you can also listen from our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com. Oh, and did I mention you can tune in 24-7 for the hottest in R&B, gospel, hip-hop, and more when your favorite show is not on. JQLM Radio, real voices, raw entertainment, and relevant topics. A division of Ego Entertainment. Enjoy! Like, why do you believe in me? You know you should be leaving me. Check it out. On the boulevard, I landed. We used to kick routines, and the presence was fitting. It was I, the abstract, and me, the five footer. I kicks the mad style, so step off the Frankfurter. Yo, Fife, you remember that routine that we used to make spiffy like Mr. Clean? Um, um, a tidbit, um, a smidgen. I don't get the message, so you got to <laughs> okay. run the pigeon. You're on point, Fife. All the time, tip. You're on point, Fife. All the time, tip. You're on point, Fife. All the time, tip. So then grab the microphone and let your words rip. Now here's a funky introduction of how nice I am. Tell your mother, tell your father, send a telegram. I'm like an energizer, cause you see I last long. My crew is never ever whack because we stand strong. Now if you say my style is whack, it's where you're dead wrong. I slay that body and El Segundo, then push it along. You be a fool to reply the fight is not the man. Cause you know and I know that you know who I am. A special shout out piece goes out to all my pals, you see. And a middle finger goes for all you punk MCs. Cause I love it when you whack MCs despise me. They get vexed, I will next, gonna contest me. I'm just a fly MC who's five for three and very brave. On top remaining, no, I'm training cause I misbehave. I come correct and full effect of all my holes in check. And before I get the butt, the gym must be a wreck. You see, my aura's positive, I don't promote no junk. See, I'm far from a bully and I ain't a punk. Extremity of rhythm, yeah, that's what you heard. So just clean out your ears and just check the word. Check the vibe, man. And the presence was fitting It was I, the viper And me, the abstract The rhymes were so rumping That the brothers rolled the zap Hey yo, Tip, do you recall When we used to rock what? Those fly routines On your cousin's block Um, let me see Damn, I can't remember I received the message And you will play the same You're on point, Tip All the time, Fife You're on point, Tip Yeah, all the time, Fife You're on point, Tip You're all the time, Fife So play the resurrector yeah. And give the dead some life Okay, if knowledge is the key Then just show me the lock Got the scrawny legs But I move just like Lou Brock With speed, I'm agile Plus I'm worth your while 100% intelligent black child My opera presentation Sizzles the retina How far must you go to gain respect? Um, well, it's kind of simple Just remember Remain your own, or you'll be crazy, sad, and alone. Industry rule number 4080. Record company people are shady. So kids, watch your back, cause I think they smoke crack. I don't doubt it. Look at how they act. Look off the better things like a hip-hop forum. Pass me the rock and I'll score with the corn and proper. What you say, hammer? Proper. Rap is not pop if you call it that and stop.
All right, my bad. I am back. Apologize. Wasn't paying attention. It's my fault. I'm out here trying to do a whole bunch of different things. So, anyhow, um, I want to take a minute and talk about uh, the Dre John Reed case. There's very interesting developments happening right now, right? Because, um, as you all know, Dre John Reed um, was uh, murdered by a police officer. Uh, on the west side of Indy, let me find his name. Name of the officer is Dejure, Dejure Mercer, right? Um, and then there was also also an officer, Stephen Scott, right? So Stephen Scott was the officer. If you were paying attention to the um, the Facebook Live um, broadcast, the video or whatever, if you're paying attention to it. Um, once they killed uh, Drejan Reed, the officer that you heard saying, looks like it's going to be a closed casket, homie. Like like one of the worst um, cop movie um, taglines ever. Like, hasta la vista, baby. Like that. Dude. Like... That's the type of people that they have on the police force. Like, think about what type of dude that, that, what type of guy he had to be when he was, like, in school. You know what I'm saying? He couldn't have, couldn't have been, like, the most popular kid. Couldn't have been. He couldn't have been the dude that was taking down all the, all the heads of cheerleader, head cheerleaders and stuff. Couldn't have been that guy. It, it wasn't that guy. Nah. He couldn't have been the guy that all the teachers was like, ooh, if, when that young man grow up, he gonna be, mm. Mm-mm. Couldn't have been him, not him. Looks like it's gonna be a closed casket, homie. Not that guy. That was Scott. Uh, what is what his name is? Scott. Uh, oh, Stephen Scott. Yeah, Stephen Scott was not the coolest of the cool. And Dejour Mercer. Um, from what we from what we've been told, because see, the the problem is officers. Um, or the chief of police came out and told us that um, there was an exchange of gunfire. And the police, uh, the chief of police told us that uh, Officer Mercer tried to shoot uh, Dre Jean Reed with uh, a stun gun, but that apparently didn't work. And then we were told that there was an exchange of gunfire. That's what we were told. Uh, we were also told that the by the chief of police that uh, Dre Jean Reed shot at the officer at least twice. Uh, according to um, a gun that they found on the scene that he shot at the officer at least twice. Here's the problem, though, is they the prosecutor does not want to release the autopsy report. Now, the autopsy report would bring a lot of things to light. It would let us know the entry wounds, the exit wounds. It would let us know if there was uh, if there was re- gun residue on Drejan Reed. Like if you're shooting a gun, unless you got gloves on, which Drejan Reed did not, because we saw a video of him right after he hopped out of the car and started running. He didn't have gun. He didn't have uh, gloves on, uh, and and there has been no report of him having gloves on. So we don't have the information of whether there was gun residue on his hands at all. We don't have any information of whether his fingerprints were on the trigger of the gun we don't have any information as far as whether um whether 
he whether the gun was discharged before um, Officer Mercer's gun was discharged or whether it was charged up. We don't we don't have any of that information. And the prosecutor doesn't want us to have that information because they believe that that information would taint the jury pool. Well, then my question is, if that information, if the information of whether he had a, a wound to or entry wound to the back of his head, which I'm not confirming or denying, whether he had entry wounds to his back as opposed to his chest, which if you're shooting at an officer, your arm doesn't twist back. You have to be aimed at the officer in order to be shooting at the officer. And we saw a video where he had two phones in his hand and a T-shirt in his other hand, which would make it extremely difficult for him to also have a gun that he's shooting. But, you know. We don't have all that information, but if we don't have the information as far as the 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 autopsy report, the injury report, which which uh, entry wound happened first? Was he shot in the head first? Because if he was shot in the head first, then how would he then be able to have his mental faculties to be able to turn turn around even partially and shoot at the police officer? How could that happen? Because he was he was tased also. We saw that he had no shirt on. So if he's shot with a taser, unless the the unless we're saying that the officer missed when he shot him with a taser, which we don't know, that's never been said. If, unless we're saying that the officer missed with the taser gun, so he had to shoot him with the with the gun, which he didn't have to shoot him because he was running away from him. And laws say that if a, an assailant is running from you, we learned that from the Aaron Bailey case, if an assailant is running from you, you do not have the right to terminate them because they're running from you. Now, there's a whole bunch of information that we don't have. A lot of information we don't have. When was the gun shot? Which hand was he using when he shot the gun? Does the hand that he was using when he shot the supposed gun match up with whether he's left-handed or right-handed? Entry wounds. Did the entry wounds in his back happen first or did the entry wound possibly in his head, which I'm neither confirming or denying, did that happen first? If he if that happened first, then how was he able to shoot at the officer twice? Was the gun discharged? If there was a gun, because I still don't believe there was a gun. If there was a gun, was the gun discharged when he fell or was the gun shot at or, or shot towards the officer in the officer's direction? Where were the shell casings? Were the shell casings by his body or were the shell casings by the officer? Don't know. Have no clue. Exactly what gun is it? What kind of gun is it? Because they what what we were told was that it was one of the guns that um that appeared to be a gun that was seen on his live. Well, which gun? Because from what I saw, he had multiple guns on his facebook live so which gun was it not just one of the guns that was similar well okay explain we could get these explanations with the autopsy report with the ballistics report but the special prosecutor doesn't want that so i'm confused if releasing information could tank the jury pool in one direction didn't the chief of police releasing information like there was a exchange of gunfire or there was a gun found at the scene that they assumed to be his? Doesn't that taint the jury pool in the 
opposite direction? Wouldn't you finding releasing the autopsy report maybe counteract some of the bad information that was given by the police department? And if you are against releasing um, public information because uh, autopsy reports are public uh, public knowledge, if if you're against releasing that to the public, why are you against releasing it, releasing it to the family? Why doesn't the family have a right to know exactly how their child was murdered? Those things don't make sense to me. Now, I don't have the answers. Somebody does. But I think that um, this is the reason why people don't trust uh, law enforcement and they don't trust prosecuting officers or the prosecutor's office. Um, or look, it's the reason why black people don't trust the system. Because if you, if you releasing information about how my child died taints a jury pool, but the chief of police releasing information about how his officer wasn't at fault doesn't taint the jury pool, I call BS. That's me personally. Um, Breonna Taylor, her murderers still haven't, haven't been brought to justice. Um, March 13th, March, April, May, June, July. So we're four months in and the officers who issued a no knock warrant to the wrong house while the suspect that they were looking for was in custody already who killed Brianna Taylor are still out. Nobody's been charged. What black people recognize is that when when we're told whenever we want justice, we're told to slow down, calm down, you know, let us get around to it. We're going to work on it. Give us some time. When when justice is enacted upon us, then it happens instantly. We're we're scooped up instantly they don't if if i shoot another man at a gas station because he stole my little debbie cake police aren't going to say well hold on we have to process the scene first we have to get interviews first they're not going to let me sit there and give my statement and then go home and kick it with the kids and stuff like that and say, well, we'll get back to you as soon as, you know, we have some more information because we're still gathering information because we want to make sure that we cross all our T's and dot all our I's. They don't do that with citizens, but they believe that police officers are super citizens. They don't treat them the same way that they treat citizens. And that is the reason why we scream Black Lives Matter. It's the reason why we have murals uh, painted uh, talking about Black Lives Matter. That's the reason why we want Confederate statues pulled down. Because if you're not going to treat me the way that you treat yourself, then I I, I want to turn all this stuff. Like, like they said, I flipped this whole table over. That's basically how we feel. You're going to treat me equally or it's fire. It's, it's, it's destruction. I'll tear this whole thing down if you're not going to treat me equally. Because either those rights, those rules, those laws that you have in your law books apply to everybody equally or it don't apply to nobody. Don't ask me 
to be to to hold myself to a different standard than you're going to hold yourself to. Those officers, those officers could have double checked. Number one, no knock warrants is crazy. Um, we got the Castle Doctrine here in in Indiana. I don't know if it's uh, if they if it's applicable in uh, in Kentucky, uh, but people. I don't care if I don't care what if they run up in your house and they ain't showed you no warrant, you get the blasting, get the blicking. Because we see now that if we if we don't, then we're not gonna get justice anyway. You have a right to protect your house, which is exactly what her boyfriend was doing, protecting their house. And the only person in this case who was arrested was the boyfriend. Not for killing anybody, but for shooting at officers who did not declare themselves and busted into the house shooting with a no-knock warrant. No-knock warrants should be illegal. It, it's not constitutional. No-knock warrants are not constitutional. There's no way that you can say that I don't have to announce myself before I bust into your house. No knock warrant should be illegal, and it should be it should be treated with such care um, that if somebody is uh, uh, issued a no knock warrant, that you have to triple and quadruple check to make sure that the assailant that you have is not at that uh, at that place, or that they've that's the most recent place that they've been to. Should be, but. What we see in the Breonna Taylor case is that police, the police department will protect police regardless of whether they're right or wrong. They don't care whether they're right or wrong. They, they do not care. It doesn't matter whether they're right or wrong. Only that they're police. They only care about the fact that they're law enforcement, even though they're not enforcing the law. They don't enforce the law on themselves. They enforce the law on y'all folks. So... That's we learn that through through uh, 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 um, who is uh, George Floyd in his case, where people were where people uh, police officers were uh, trying to protest because he was being held accountable. We we learned that through Ahmaud Arbery, where it took months for the 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 people and he wasn't even a recent police officer he was a retired police officer they will protect the system of white supremacy at all costs doesn't matter whether they're a black police officer white police officer asian police officer uh latino police officer or chicano based off of what the um what the census says you know because apparently latino is not a um a race yes on the new census on the census uh they i think from what i've been told i I haven't been able to research it fully um but uh i've been sent i've been sent screenshots by my my homie james drayton me and him go back to shoot elementary school that's that's the homie right there but on the census it says that hispanic or latino are not racist but there was a distinction earlier, he says, for Chicano. I need somebody to check that out for me and make sure. Because to my knowledge, we don't call 
Latino people Chicano. We don't we don't call them that. That's like that's like Jigaboo. You know what I'm saying? That's like I don't know if it's the actual equivalent, but I know that that growing up in Gary, I've heard Latinos called Latino Chicano, but we ain't never call them that. You know what I'm saying? Um, there were limits. Now, Latino brothers, where I come from, they used the word nigga and stuff like that. Just like us, we grew up together, we ate together. We would they they were called that too. So we considered each other the same. But Chicano, nah, nah, nah. I never heard that. So. These people to check up on that. I'm a, uh when I um check into the census, I'm gonna do the exact same thing. But when we come back, I'm a um I'm in this thing talking about my own personal experiences with um with the indie ten Black Lives Matter um group because and here's the reason why there was a lady who um who defaced the mural of Black Lives Matter, black lady who defaced the mural of Black Lives Matter. And she goes on to put up a post and says that if you are, um, if you support Black Lives Matter, then you are not a Christian and you don't love black people because Black Lives Matter is a black feminist group that hates black men and loves abortion and hates God. Pretty heavy. And I waited to the end of the show to bring this out. So I'm going to have to sum this up real quick. So we're going to take a quick break. And I'm going to take the time that I got left to talk about my own personal experiences and what what that means. Okay? So stick and stay. This is the breaks. It's your boy, Mark B. And the IRS says they want to tag. And you can't explain why you can't you can and my bell send you a whopping bill. Have you subscribed yet to our free online digital interactive magazine, The Ego Magazine? No? Well, head on over to www.egoentertainmentnet.com and subscribe now. This magazine is all about showcasing and supporting excellence in communities everywhere from music, arts and culture, relationships, finance, education, politics, sports, news, and so much more. While you're flipping through the pages, just click on the tents on the pictures that you see and you'll be taken to a whole nother world behind the articles. At Ego Entertainment, everyone is a star. There is something in it for everyone. And I hope you are positively impacted by what you see and will continue to support. This is your girl, Lady J, owner and operator of Ego Entertainment and creator of the Ego Magazine. Enjoy. Welcome to JQLM Radio, real voices, raw entertainment, and relevant topics. Check out our show lineup. All show times are Eastern Standard Time. Cheryl Underwood, Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. The Dirty 30 with Jacob Alexander, Mondays, 3.30 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. Empowered Hour with Athena and Renata, Mondays, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. The Fat Girl Chronicles with stylist Leo Rochelle, Mondays, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pillow Talk 
with Lady J, Mark B, and Juice B. Mondays, 7.15 p.m. to 8.15 p.m. That's Good Doc with Kendall Wyatt. Tuesdays and Thursdays, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. The Journey with Kimberly Kent. Tuesdays, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Relationship Rules with Kat Serrano. Tuesdays, 7 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Live from the Culture with Jacob Alexander. Tuesdays, 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Millennials Take with Luke. Wednesdays, 1.30 p.m. to 2 p.m. Self-Destructive Addict with Gigi. 7.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. on Wednesdays. The Breaks with Mark B. Wednesdays, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Girls Talk Real Talk with Michelle. Thursdays, 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Digital Business with Tyrone Walker. Fridays, 10 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. All in the Wrist Barbershop. Fridays, 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. And the I'm Possible Radio Show with Lady J. Saturdays, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. You can tune in to JQLM Radio 24-7 from anywhere at any time. Download the JQLM Radio app for all of our Android users. If you're an Apple user, use the TuneIn Radio app and just search for JQLM Radio. Make sure to make it a favorite. You can also listen straight from our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com or listen from our Facebook page, JQLM Radio. Just click on the Use App button. Enjoy. I know we can make it work. Baby, we can make it work. And I know we can Mirror, mirror on the wall. Tell me, mirror, what is wrong? Can it be my daylight clothes or is it just my daylight song? What I do ain't make believe. People say I sit and try. But when it comes to being daylight, it's just me. Just me, myself, and I. just got done talking about Rihanna Taylor and Dre John Reed and we talked a little Kanye in the beginning and you know all of that little white supremacy we talked about that also you know I'm always good for that but um right now I want to talk about my own personal experience uh concerning the um the indie black indie 10 black lives matter um group right so um when I first started um going to rallies and marches which is of course way later than I should have in my 30s um where I found out you know I needed to be a part of these things um 
Black Lives Matter was a rallying cry, especially um, here after the um, I forgot his I just forgot his name and I spoke his name earlier. Uh, Aaron Aaron Bailey uh, case, and I was out there and and wanted to be a part of it and fully invested. I I I went and I signed up, signed my name, and asked to be on the mailing list and. Um, uh, I asked where the, where the meetings are going to be. I, I'm, I'm in this thing. I'm fully committed to be part of this thing. Let's, let's get it. Let's do it. Right. I'm, I'm here. I'm not trying to take over nothing. Definitely. I'm trying to do whatever it is that, um, that needs to be done. Whatever y'all need from me, I got you. Um, and what I was met with was kind of, Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's that's nice. Well, yeah, go ahead and and sign this, and you know we'll uh, we'll get information to you. And there was a lot of young people who was heading it, which is which always is. Young people are always the the um, the figureheads of of uh, of of movements, which they should be. They got the energy, right? But I never got any information. Nobody ever contacted me about anything. Um, I also. Uh, signed, uh, um, friended the Facebook page, and um, what I what I started seeing on there was a lot of hatred and vitriol, but not towards white supremacy and not towards racism. It was towards men in general, like a lot of anti man stuff. Like a whole lot, not just you know one here, one there, and then I started like actually reading up on the stuff because I thought, okay, well maybe they're just sharing something or something like that. I started reading up on the stuff and and found out no, that's kind of that's kind of what their thing was. At the, it was the agenda wasn't just Black Lives Matter, even though they they were great in crafting the fact that okay, we're gonna put this blanket statement out there that Black Lives Matter, but the lives that we actually care about were black female but black gay female primarily right so i left i I left the facebook page and i was kind of disheartened about that and and it, it pissed me off but you know the thing that i see now is that the movement has grown beyond just that now now whatever the creators thought that the movement could have been contained in i don't think that that is the case now i think that they understand that they can't have a movement of black liberation without black men now some may still think that they can but they really can't have a movement of black liberation without black men it's not going to happen um and I, I what i feel personally is that any issues that we have with um whether it's indy 10 or whether it's any other local black lives matter groups that's family business. It's family business, and it can be uh, it can be given attention after we get some of the rights that we're all fighting for. Because, like I put in a post before, me and my cousins when we were growing up, we were fighting. We were fighting. If somebody else jumped in, we both stopped fighting and beat them up, and then we got back to fighting because family business is family business, and we need to keep it like that. All right. Um, so I say the same thing to the Indy 10 Black Lives Matter or any other local Black Lives Matter movement. Um, family business is family business. Let's get to the work of 
liberating black people and getting equality for black people and getting justice for black people. And then we'll deal with our differences later on. All right. This has been another broadcast of The Breaks, JQL on Radio. I appreciate y'all for listening. I really never know who's listening. I always talk like I'm talking to myself, but I appreciate the fact that there's people out there who do listen. And every once in a while, you all really, really encourage me by letting me know that you have uh, you were listening to the broadcast or that you follow what I'm doing and that you appreciate what I do. So I thank you for that encouragement, all right? And we're going to do it again next week. Peace and hair grease. I love y'all.